Well, Trish, yep. Zach and Kyle did something very amazing. What'd they do? They didn't pick a series right in the first round of the NHL playoffs. Fantastic. They both went 0 for 8. I almost did too. Uh, you went 1 for 8. Yeah. You picked the Islanders correctly. Yes, sir. I, uh, I went 2 for 8 along with John and Tom. So we're really... Uh, hey, man, getting them all wrong is almost as impressive that's as That's what I all said. Right. That is exactly what I said. Because the statistical probability is the same either way. But So here are our picks for the second round. Okay. Before we go in, Jason Brands is here with us. Hey. He's a pissed off Giants fan. We're going to get to that in a second because the Giants may have fucked up, might not have. might take five years to find out whether or not they did fuck up. So, second round, Kyle's got St. Louis, San Jose, New York, and Boston. St. Louis in six, San Jose in five, New York in four. That's not happening. Nope. Boston in six. Zach's got Dallas in five, San Jose in six, Carolina in seven, Columbus in seven. You have St. Louis in six, Colorado in five. You have New York in seven, and Columbus in four. Columbus and four ain't happening. Yeah, awesome. Uh, John, I have faith in the Blue Jackets right now. John has St. Louis in six, San Jose in six, New York in six, and Columbus in seven. John Tom very ha- unimaginative. Tom has. To, oh, I almost had every game in six. Ooh. Tom has St. Louis in six, Colorado in six, New York in five, and Columbus in five. I have the same exact thing: St. Louis in six, Colorado in six, New York in five, Columbus in five. Although so, it does not look like the Islanders are going to be able to win a game at the Barclays Center because that atmosphere is fucking terrible. Dead. There's no one there. Like you look at the difference between when they're in, when they're on the island, and when they're not, and it's just a stark difference. Like it's ridiculous. It's terrible. It's insane. I I, I was shocked to see. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say shocked because it's the Barclays and Islanders fans have always voiced their dislike. The arena is shit. It's, it's a terrible. horrible hockey arena. It's probably one of the worst in the league. Oh, you just stopping with that point? I thought I thought there was stuff coming after that. No, you just I mean, stop. I, I just like we've been to games there, and it's just not an enjoyable place to watch a game in the regular season at the Barclays Center. At any given point, there's only like eighty six, people there. Uh, six. I was going to say six hundred. <laughs> wow, you're being a little underwhelming there but 600 700 people in the arena it's really sad like the lower bowl isn't even close to full and the upper bowl is just a ghost town because you know well they said it was full they said it was full last night yeah okay it is a playoff game so i do expect it to be full no matter where the games are i mean they have filled up the barclays center when they've had to for home playoff games but it this the atmosphere is not the same as being in Long Island at the Nassau no, it's Coliseum. Because when you're in the Nassau Coliseum, it's so tiny and enclosed. You feel like the fans are breathing down your neck. When you're playing at the Barclays Center, it's it's a basketball arena. <laughs> so in, in the NHL, we saw a lot of parody when it comes to picks. Uh, actually, most of them wrong, if you think about it. We have the a completely different story, really, in the NBA. Um, nobody's perfect because everybody picked the Thunder over the Blazers, and the Blazers just whooped the Thunder. Trailblazers now, I think, have the ability to beat whoever wins that Rockets-Golden State series. Yeah. And I think they're definitely going to beat either Denver or San Antonio because the NBA is backwards and we don't know who they're playing yet. And the first round started today. The second round started today. So, uh, I went so far in the NBA 5 for 7. Tom went 5 for 7. John went 6 for 7. You went 5 for 7. Zach went 5 for 7. And Kyle went 6 for 7. Kyle picked three series correctly in number of games. (laughs) He's got the tiebreaker. Yeah. 
you only picked one correctly in number of games. Oh shit, I got one. Yeah, which everybody one? got one. Oh, which one did I get one in? You got Raptors in five. <laughs> and you were the only person who had Raptors in five. Let's go. Kyle got Rockets in five, Bucks in four, and Sixers in five. Zach got Bucks in four. You got Raptors in five. John got Bucks in four and 76ers in five. Tom got well. That was he was the only person. Him and Kyle were the only ones who picked the Sixers. And then that's kind of shit the bed there. Uh, Tom got Bucks and four correctly, and I got Bucks and four incorrectly with uh, as long as as well as Rockets and five. Nice. So in the second round so far, we can't pick every game because nobody's decided the Denver San Antonio series yet because game seven is tonight in Denver. Uh, but as it stands, Kyle has the Rockets and seven, Celtics and seven, and Toronto and six. Zach has the Warriors in six, Celtics in five, and Raptors in four. Trish has the Rockets in seven, Bucks in six, and Philly in five. The only one who took Philly in the second round. Yo. John has the Rockets in seven, Bucks in six, and Raptors in six. Tom has the Warriors in seven, Bucks in six, and Raptors in five. I have the Warriors in seven, Bucks in four, and Raptors in five so far. You got to trust the process, Tony. No, I don't. I think the Raptors are a way better team, and I think the Raptors are kicking the shit out of them right now, personally. Uh-oh. So, Kawhi Leonard's never lost. Yeah, Raptors beat the Sixers tonight, 108 to 95. Well, listen, that'll happen. Will right. it? Yeah. I mean, every team's good for a bad loss, but they'll bounce back. Are you done yet, Appa? One more sentence. That's what he said like eight sentences ago. Appa says something that the crowd cannot hear. Um, he doesn't say it into a mic. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. makes his debut for the Toronto Blue Jays today. Or yesterday. Good for him. Yeah. One of the most anticipated prospects in MLB history. It's just too bad he's stuck in Toronto. Not a real baseball market. <laughs> Speaking of Toronto, we're going to be there. Yeah, July. Interviewing Blue Jays fans outside the Barclays Center. Not the Barclays, Barclays Center. Barclays Center, Listen, huh? It's been a long day. Not the Rogers Center? The Rogers Center. Center. Uh, uh, okay. People still call it the Sky Dome. It's I mean, old name. pretty much what it is. Yeah. And that will be part of the summer of Trish. It's we will have Trish doing activities outside the stadium, Ooh. intoxicated. Oh, you know what we should do when we're up there? What? We should do uh, uh, cornhole. We should. We should get that's like a good a idea. Cornhole set and play. That's a really good idea. Fans outside of the Blue Jays stadium. Okay, that's a really good idea. And see if they can beat me. So, <laughs> the trailer for the summer of Trish was dropped earlier tonight. Yeah, buddy. It will start the weekend after this weekend coming up. May twelfth. Kyle's going to be the announcer for the whole thing. We're going to have Kyle become a permanent member on the program this summer. Kyle. Because he's basically he makes all the picks too, so it doesn't really matter. Anyway, <laughs> so the NFL draft. Uh, I can the sit NFL here. NFL draft. The NFL draft. I can <laughs> sit here and do the usual spiel that every other sports commentator does, and talk about the winners and losers of the NFL draft. I am not going to do that because I am not a hack. So I'm going to tell you what the fuck the Giants did and why the fuck they were wrong to do it. I got Brandis here, who's another concerned New York Giants fan. No. You want know, to talk into that microphone or just hold it there while you eat your fucking no. french fries? I'm, I'm here. <laughs> All right. Dave Gettleman, I don't know what the fuck was going through your head. You said that Daniel Jones would not be there at 17. You said you knew definitively that there were two teams uh, after the sixth pick and between the, between the sixth and the 17th pick that would have taken Daniel Jones instead of you guys. Uh, I can narrow down one team that I believe would have done it. I believe Denver would have... Taken Daniel Jones. Which Do you think the Redskins would have taken him? No, they no. had Haskins the whole way. They knew the Giants weren't taking Do you Haskins. See Haskins six. laughing. When yeah, the, when the Giants yeah. pass over him, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna show you, motherfuckers." Dave Gettleman has done the rare thing where he has, in his second year general manager, banked everything 
his whole reputation as an NFL general manager on two moves. Oh. The Odell Beckham trade yeah. and the Daniel Jones selection at six. See, but it's kind of hard to sell, oh, we're going to trade our star wide receiver. Forget this, 350-pound defensive tackle. He's a monster, though. He's, I he's love a big Dexter boy. Lawrence. He's Lawrence. A one of the guy. only picks I picked correctly, by the way. Good and I said you. the Giants were going to try to trade back in the third round and unsuccessfully do so, but they successfully did so and took a lockdown corner from Auburn, DeAndre Baker. So yesterday, Dave Gettleman has a press conference, and they're talking to him about drafting Daniel Jones and why he drafted Jones at six, even though the wide consensus is that he would have been there at seven. Appa, how do you Team feel at seventeen? About, at seventeen, my fuck. Ugh. How do you feel about the Giants taking Daniel Jones with the sixth overall pick in the twenty nineteen draft? As soon as the Raiders fucked up and didn't draft. As soon as the Raiders fucked up and didn't choose Allen. You restarted a sentence when I moved the mic closer to his mouth. I got very excited knowing that we were gonna draft Allen, and then I heard Daniel Jones. I, I almost walked out of my dorm. <laughs> I fell to the floor. I was banging on the floor. I was waiting for them to say uh, Haskins, to be honest. Uh, Dwayne Haskins. I couldn't believe Josh Allen was there. I wanted Josh Allen. Uh, God fucking damn it. Even Ed Oliver I would have taken, but Daniel Jones with a sixth goddamn pick. I mean, listen, if he turns into a Pro Bowl quarterback and a Super Bowl champion, nobody really cares where the fuck he got picked. He's Eli 2.0. He is. He's more mobile than Eli. That's, but he's Eli. Like he plays like Eli. He's just a little more mobile, which will eventually go taller. away throughout his career. Yeah, and he's taller. He's a little taller. He's not that much taller. Oh my god! But you know, I mean, if that's the kind of quarterback they want in their system, like if the Patriots were going to have a quarterback, they'd want a quarterback like Brady. Patriots took a quarterback. They took Jared Stidham from uh, Auburn. I didn't see that in the sixth round. They're good for them. So he's going to be the next superstar on the New England Patriots? Yeah. Because they all are. What was his overall? What number? Do you know? Uh, 100-something. Was that 199? I don't think it was 199. That was Tom Brady's overall pick. No. Uh, Will Greer got taken by the Carolina Panthers. There's another quarterback off the board. The Denver traded up in the second round to draft Drew Locke, which is the quarterback I thought they were going to take at uh, 10. I thought DK Metcalf was going to get taken at 9 by Buffalo. God, when 17 rolled around and DK was still on the board and they didn't He pick got picked DK at Metcalf. 62. Yeah, I wanted DK so bad. I know. Jared Stidham went 133. Right? I'm amazed he didn't go in the first round. That's Me too. Unreal. He was I like the fourth him, wide receiver who went. I wanted him so bad. When the Giants still had him at 17, I was like, take DK. Why not? He's That'd a, be an amazing pick. You'd make up for the shit you just did with uh, fucking... Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I don't even know fucking know his name because he's he's a little he inj- was he's zero, a little injury prone though. Yeah, he was a zero star. Uh, well, rec- I I don't pose much to recruit coming out of out of high school into college. I know it's that's just, what he was. It cracks me up. Now a little bit here on Daniel Jones. He did have the worst supporting cast. It seemed like in all of football, and there were no players from Duke that were drafted that he played with. Yeah. So uh, and he did, he had thirty eight balls dropped by wide receivers last season alone. Yeah, apparently he he's not a bad quarterback. Like he is a really solid quarterback. He's kind of like an under the radar guy, but sixth overall. That's he's, a he's little high. He's gonna have some getting used to with a NFL defense. Yeah, well, that, that's any. Uh, well, the, there's belief that he is the best quarterback, the most prepared one in this draft for this. Well, he was on Duke. He played a lot of really hard teams. He he played Clemson once. Well, well he's pre- he's prepared for the Giants with their 
not so great offensive line. He's I mean, yeah, and he he's apparently the one who prepares the most out of any quarterback in this draft. He's the most intelligent quarterback in the draft. It's just raw skill that was keeping him down. Now, people argue that the Giants needed a mobile quarterback and that was grounds to take Dwayne Haskins. That's a bad argument. Daniel Jones had a faster 40 time than Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is a big boy. How big is Dwayne Haskins? He's, he's chubby. What do you mean by big boy? He's chubby. I'm calling Dwayne Haskins fat. Ooh, Trish does not like that being fat himself. Appa. I want you to look <laughs> at yourself for a minute. <laughs> he's 6'3, 218. Two, Appa. That man is in peak physical condition. A little chubby. What, he looks <laughs> what are chubby. you trying to say? Dude, Daniel Jones weighs more. Daniel Jones is 6'5, 220. That's two inches for two pounds. Uh, what is your point here? I don't know. I didn't you don't know, want to I, really I, didn't, I didn't know his weight. I saw him on he draft He didn't even day. look chubby in the draft. He looked built, like physically muscular. Uh, so he didn't seem like a runner. Dave Gettleman's... Uh, <laughs> oh, but he's known as the mobile quarterback. How, did you watch any of his gameplay? Yeah. Dwayne Haskins ain't that much of a mobile quarterback, huh? Yeah. He, no, he moves. He can, He's if fast. needed. He's, He's not, not a Kyler Murray. Murray type of move. No, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> Kyler Murray's thing. a glorified kick return. Kyler Murray went fucking first One. overall. And then Josh Allen, who was the winner of this draft, ended up getting traded to Miami, where he's going to start. So there goes your Ryan Fitzpatrick thing. What the fuck? You mean, what the fuck? I want to change everything I've done to do with the Miami Dolphins this season so far. If no. Ryan Fitzpatrick nope. is not the starter. Nope. Then, uh, Nope. We'll pick games again closer to the season. Everyone's going to beat them. We'll see where we change closer to the season, but nope. So here is... Why are you holding the microphone like that? I don't know. Okay. So here's Dave Gettleman's response to ask, why did you draft a quarterback? Uh, mm, mm, he also said this wasn't the end of Eli's run. Uh, quote, maybe we're going to go with the Green Bay model where Rodgers sat for three years. Who knows? It's one of those deals where it doesn't make a difference what position it is. You can never have too many good players at one position. If they play Eli for another three years, New York City will riot. And that is a primus. A primus? A promise. Fuck off. It's a guarantee. I just, I can't believe... Everyone, I, like, I've been an advocate for having Eli play another year and have him finish his career farewell off tour. with the Giants. Yeah, his farewell tour. Just Make the playoffs next year, win the Super Bowl, sign an extension. They, no. Why not? Two years. Win the Super Bowl, sure. Six Don't sign extension. an extension. Six years. Do what his brother did. Win the Super Bowl, walk off high. I, I'm all for giving him his farewell tour, saying goodbye, you know, being good to him. Don't fuck him over. But don't... Don't play him for another three years. He's not a big fan die. of the three-year plan there. He'll he'll die. But if he's like, hot, he's hot. He's not hot, Appa. He's not hot. They asked Gettleman about the risk, and his response to this was, quote, this is a direct fucking quote from the general manager of the New York football giants. Let's hear it. Who knows? I may go out there and hit there in my car and get hit. Un- end quote. It said Gettleman about the risk. He was asked about risk, and he said, who knows, I might get hit by a fucking car. Yeah. What? Why? Well, no, he's basically saying, like, you never really know what's going to happen. Like, every time you get in your car, you're risking getting into an accident. 
But you do it anyway. He, people, people he followed this up with, you don't know, we drafted a quarterback that we believe is a franchise quarterback. We feel he's a franchise quarterback. Well, listen, he's basically Archie Manning's long-lost son. That's that's what this kid is. He's the baby mama's kid. Like what he Cooper was, he has he has the same college football coach. Cooper would have been a damn good wide receiver if he didn't get hurt. That both the Mannings had, and he uh, he went to Peyton's uh, fucking football camp, threw around with Peyton. Eli is uh, thrown with him. He knows him personally. I feel like the only reason this kid was the one that they picked is because he's in with the Manning family. Yep. He knows Eli. Mm-hmm. So yep. Eli went to the owner and was like, yo. And the general manager was like, draft my boy. He's cool. The Giants uh, drafted DeAndre Baker. They went cornerback heavy. Three cornerbacks in this draft. Uh, DeAndre Baker, Justin Love, and they drafted another one. They also have Sam Beal sitting around. Listen, I love to see that. I love to see defense for the Giants. They I drafted a like, wide receiver, too, at I Auburn. I feel like for a long time... At least when I was growing up, the Giants had a crazy defense. Yeah, that, that's their defense yeah. has always yeah, been yeah, yeah. something to fear. And I feel like in in uh, the past couple of years, like since we lost JPP, it just hasn't been the same. I absolutely love the Justin Love pick. I believe he was a steal and a half in the third round coming out of Notre Dame. He's going to be a great lockdown corner on the other side of DeAndre Baker. DeAndre Baker from Auburn hasn't allowed a touchdown since 2016. Yeah, I like. I love to see defense because, like I said, the Giants have always just, in my mind, been a defensive team, and the offense kind of wins on the defense's back. Like in that 08 Super Bowl and even in the 2012 Super Bowl, it was always defense did everything. Eli did what he could, yeah. and it was enough to win the game. Defense wins championships. Exactly. Bingo. And the Giants from when I was young, always had a great defense, and that was always like their their cornerstone. I mean, Michael Strahan, uh, JPP, I can't really Justin think Tuck. of any other. Justin Tuck, Osu Manure, Antonio Pierce, we Chase Blackburn. huge names out of the Giants' defense, okay, and I think I they just said Chase Blackburn. Yeah. He said huge names. Uh, no, I'm just I saying. I know you're following that up most with huge the, names. No, most of the people you said before were just big names out of defense, especially Strahan and JPP. The belief here, I believe, is that the Giants put – Draft a quarterback that people won't want to see right away to give Eli this time. Yeah, but at the same time, like, you draft him six overall. People are going to want to see exactly. what he can do. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers went 24. Also giving Eli a compatible match for him to learn under. Yeah, I... Listen, I if Eli can teach this kid, more power to him. I think he would have been there at 17. It probably, yeah, probably, but what, what you can't guess at what would have exactly. been. So because what knows? if he wasn't and we miss out on him and he's this, the next great NFL quarterback? Yeah, this this might be a good move. This might be a bad move. You never know until game day comes and it's and it's the uh, you know when it comes down to it, we'll see how he performs. Now the over under on starts for Daniel Jones this year is seven and a half. Under way under. Hammer the under. Yeah, I. I don't think he starts two games. Hammer the hell out of the under. I think he Seven might start week seventeen. Games? Yeah, the only I, way he starts is if we have if we have no chance of going playoffs. Even Not then, even. seven I, and a half. No, yeah, seven and a half. We could start off this year zero and eight. Daniel Jones ain't starting eight games. No Very way in hell. It's not unless Eli gets hurt, like barring some and Eli injury. doesn't get hurt. Yeah, he, 
Even with a shitty offensive line, there's he's he doesn't get hurt. He's had shittier offensive lines than the one he's walking to. I'm saying this in season. the past he's had shitty. Giants ended lines. up taking a tackle in the seventh round. They too, really so. did improve their offensive line right Zeit- at the end of the year. Zeitler's a huge improvement on the offensive, but they lost Jamon Brown to Atlanta. But if Solder keeps up what he was doing at the end of last year, would can be looking a hell of a lot better. Gentlemen, I pray to God you know what you're doing because I have not seen anything that has shown me that you do. If this pans out, he's got a job for life. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's going to pan out, though, until he's talking about retirement. He's old, Gettleman. Yeah. And how, how long saying. are the Giants going to want to wait with this? No, listen, you waited three years. If I'm ownership, I think I want it after this year, Daniel Jones in. But, yeah. uh, but ownership refuses to force out, force out, force out Eli. Well, it's because they love him. He won them two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. He gets. But them the Colts fans. forced out Peyton. No, that's. I feel like it's a different. The Niners situation. forced out Montana. Yeah, that's fucked up. But this is the Giants. It's not the same as all those other teams. Montana won four Super Bowls. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not saying what they did was smart. I'm just saying that it's not like. Well, it was smart. They ended up winning another one with their backup, <laughs> Steve Young. I'm just saying. Look, at, look what Steve Young turned out to be. Hall of Famer. Yeah. I'm just saying that I feel like the ownership knows what Eli brings to the team. He brings fans. He brings lifelong fans. And they know that if they fuck Eli over, people will be very upset. Mm. I hope Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals go 0-16 and Josh Rosen takes the Dolphins to the playoffs. Just, Just so Arizona. I don't like Arizona. I don't like Kyler Murray as a quarterback that much. He's going to struggle at this level, I believe. He's going to be running for his life every single game. We're going to have the same discussions we had with Tebow. Why don't you just go to running back? I'm excited for uh, for Kyler, though, just because... He's got so much leeway because nobody's expecting them to be good. Yeah. I, well, I feel like that's why uh, I'm happy for him because no one expected him to be able to do this and to be where he is now like to go first overall everyone yeah. was telling him you're not good enough you're not tall enough you're not athletic enough like i feel like that's they're they're doubting him and he's now got the chance to prove everybody wrong and i like that they're giving him that chance now should they have done that at the expense of uh Josh Rosen no that's fucked up you kicked out a guy you just drafted last year gave him one season of a chance and then in front of the shittiest o line in the league and he got yeah, it was, he got slaughtered. If he goes to a team with a good O line, I'd love to see what this kid can do, and I'd love to see him put it right back in Arizona's face. I think Kyler Murray is also going to get destroyed under that behind that. Oh yeah, he line. will. No he, two he's definitely going to get killed, and he's definitely going to have a hard first season, and it's going to piss Arizona fans off, and they're going to be very upset that we they went with this kid when they had a quarterback, but you know, and then if this quarterback starts doing good on the Dolphins, they're going to be like, what the fuck. Nobody wins in Miami. <laughs> Giants fans are pissed, and usually when we get pissed, uh, last time, I think, I don't remember the Giants fans this pissed uh, since, like, 2006 when the Giants refused to fire Coughlin. <laughs> and then they won the Super Bowl that year. So, usually pissed fans leads to a good Giants team for some reason. Do you mean the next year? You said 06. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, the next year they yeah. won the Super Bowl. After 06. Then four years yeah. later. Yeah, then four and years then later. Then four years later, yeah. People want them fired after, or right before they won their second Super Bowl, too. Uh, one more, th- uh, a few more things on the draft here. Greedy Williams, taken in the second round. I had him in the first round at 14 to Atlanta. Uh, Cleveland got a 
first-round talent of a cornerback in the second round. That's a great pick for them. He's going to bolster that defense. Tyreek Hill uh, has been told by Kansas City Chiefs executives to stay away from the organization. Yeah, what he did was unforgivable. After the tape came out saying he was uh, saying that he basically broke his kid's arm. He he basically admitted to it in that phone. Yeah, yeah. A- after the case being closed by KCPD, it has now been reopened. Yeah, good because that is damning evidence. Yeah, I think his wife submitted that to TMZ, didn't she? Yeah, I. So I mean, if if you if you break your kid's arm, like the mom is gonna be. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, if you've been living, we under touched a on rock, this a few weeks ago. Yeah, but then this came out. So there was a tape released by TMZ given to them uh, by the mother of the child uh, where she's on the phone with Tyreek and she's like how could you do this he's three yeah. he's terrified of you uh, you know and you know he, he's not going to respect you because he's so scared of you like what do you want from him and then he said you should be terrified of me too bitch yeah I, it's terrible what kind of trash human being are you that you're going to just one, break a little kid's arm. Three years old. He, to punish him, he would uh, hold his arms to his side and then punch him in the chest. Yeah, that's not... And then when that wouldn't work, he'd beat him with the belt. That's not okay. Espe- like, that's just fucked up. But It's a three-year-old. Yeah. What, are you, what are you trying to prove? You, you can't even fucking go to the bathroom by himself. Yeah. And you're beating the shit out of him because it's it's what you can do? And then to tell your wife or baby mom or whatever it is that you're gonna that you that she should be terrified of you too. That's yeah, just that's ter- terrible. Horrible. horrible. My prediction with this is he will be suspended for the whole season. Uh, no, no one's gonna take him. No one's gonna pick him up. Yeah, absolutely no one. Oh yeah, after this season, somebody will. Jets. Cleveland. Really. Oakland. I can see. Yeah. I can see Cleveland taking him. John Gruden doesn't care what you. No, Dallas. That's a big <laughs> Dallas acquisition right there. He'll be back in the league after a year, but he's going to be suspended this whole season. Adrian Peterson beat his kid with a switch, and he was suspended a whole season. Yeah, but that's completely different. The Vikings didn't even cut him. Hitting your kid with a switch and punching your kid in the chest and, and then breaking, breaking his, his arm. arm are two completely different things. Hitting your kid with a stick is because he was bad, and you spank him on the butt with a spoon or something. But when you're punching a three-year-old, plus his kid was older, too. I think his yeah. kid was like eight or nine or something like that. Yeah. yeah, That's one time taking it too far compared to consistently beating the shit out of your yeah, child. Yeah, there's two different, uh, completely different situations there, if you ask me. I think, you know, it's just uncomparable. It, neither one's okay, in my opinion. You should never really hit your kid anymore. I mean, we've. I think as a society, we've moved past that. Like, maybe back in the 40s, that was okay, but nowadays... We've realized beating your children doesn't work. <laughs> I think a little slap on the wrist once in, once in a yeah, while. Yeah, no, spanking hurt. is fine with your bare hand, but you go to using a weapon of any kind, and I think it gets a little dicey. I picked three out of the first three picks correctly. I picked one out of the next 29 picks correctly in the position after that. That a boy. Dexter Lawrence to the Giants was the only other pick I got right. So, um. You were three for three for a bit. We're going to end this episode with some hot takes. Ooh. Let's say we have one. No. Okay. Papa. Daniel no. Jones throws for 300 yards in a playoff game. In a, in, a, in a preseason game. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Papa. Kyle Lillard also gets cut because, come on. Come I, on. I want to say this, but 
I, I feel like Daniel Jones has a uh, injury scare in the preseason. Oh, fuck. He gets injured already? Man, he already broke his collarbone once in college. You got to have something. Well, I was going to be about Daniel Jones, but now everyone else has been. So. All right. Well, just. Uh, I was going to say that I feel like uh, in three or four years, it's going to feel like the Porzingis situation when Porzingis yeah, okay. was drafted. Yeah. And everyone was like, who the fuck is this guy? Why didn't you go with blah, blah, blah? Who You say who the fuck like it wasn't Michael Rappaport's video saying, this guy doesn't have a fucking green guy. That's a hysterical yeah. fucking video. But, I mean, you know, you look at the, the reactions you've seen everywhere and everyone freaking out about this kid. Give him a chance. Give him that chance, and I think we'll see some great things from I don't think we have Eli 2.0. This is a little bit of a reminder to everybody who wasn't drafted that nearly 20% of NFL starters last year went undrafted. Uh, so this draft could if, if you're on a roster you have a shot that's basically what it means doesn't matter if you're taking one or 230 or wouldn't take it at all yep. so we'll see you Tuesday um, Summer Trish starting soon we're going to have his combine he's going to show off his skills we've reached out to the New York Jets we don't expect much of a response there in helping us we want to get Jamal Adams to tackle Trish that'd be fun yeah if, but oh, I would take that hit I would take it in a heartbeat you wouldn't have a choice it's Jamal Adams <laughs> He's not missing you. No, he is not missing you. <laughs> a, look at the size of you. B, he's a NFL safety. He's oh, not missing you. No, but I'm just... I thought we'd re- reach out to the Giants, but after this episode... We still can. Also, who are the Giants going to give us? Antoine Bethea to hit you? Oh, Jabril Peppers. Oh, Jabril. Oh, Trish, you get hit by Jabril. I'll take a hit by Jabril. It's like a hit by really any NFL player. I'll take what a hit. What if it's Oh, ha Clinton Dix. Come at me, bro. Let's do it. All right, like, share, subscribe, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. YouTube. That's where all the videos are going to be for this summer. Yep. Kyle Sears back next week. He will be the commentator and the announcer for the summer of Trish. So we will see you on Tuesday.